What uh, what are you having to uh, to drink there, Sarah? Let me let me take a sip so I can turn the can around without uh, spilling any. Right. Ah, it's pretty good too. Uh, it's a somewhat local brewery called Gateway City. Okay. Uh, nice. This is the Pacific Hotel West Coast Pale Ale. Ooh. That sounds awesome. I actually yeah. we I have I haven't really been doing a lot of beers, but the last one we we had we we've been doing like tastings and stuff uh, <laughs> lately, and the last one we had was uh, a macaroon beer. Yes. Okay. Awful. From a local brewery. Yeah, it was it was not Terrible. good. But but I love the name. It's Macaroon Delight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good name. Yeah. Good name. Yeah. Just <laughs> awful. Bacon. Bacon is my podcast. Bacon. Bacon is my. I'm sailing away. No, we were talking about <laughs> sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Exactly. Welcome to Bacon's my podcast. It's an old, old wooden ship. Indeed. Diversity. Diversity too. It's right there. Diversity is important, everyone. Indeed. And if you want to diversify, mm-hmm. think about one. What you're drinking. Drinkwildbills.com. Mmm. Two. What you're grilling. What are your spices? What are your rubs? How are you rubbing your meat? Mm. Grillyourassoff.com. Mm-hmm. 10% off. Promo code bacon. Mm-hmm. Poddex.com. Same thing. What are you uh, reading and asking people why you're grilling? Yeah. And why you're drinking your wild bills. Indeed. Right? In Speaking of rubbing your meat. <laughs> yes. This this next sponsor is all about the meat. Uh, or the things around the meat. Yeah. Manscaped. Manscaped. This is the lawnmower 4.0. Do you it's have got a bird's sp- nest? It's got skin. <laughs> do you have do you have two sparrows' eggs hanging in a bird's nest? Don't. Don't do that. Oh my goodness. That is grotesque it is grotesque it is Ugh. uh lawnmower 4.0 by manscaped yeah uh, it's got skin safe technology it is rechargeable it is got a little light it is uh so this way you can see what's going on down there yeah it's waterproof they are amazing i love it 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 is the way to trim your package. It's the way of the future. It's the way of the future. It's the way, actually, it's the way of the present. You know it's what? Don't be future. that guy. Don't be that guy. If I'm sitting here with a freshly mowed lawn, and you're sitting here with a rat's nest, mm-hmm. right? With a craggly lawn with weeds and dandelions and shit. It, it helps the real estate. You ruined my value. Right, right. It by just, being next to me. Exactly. So just just help the real estate. Exactly. Help yourself. Exactly. Manscaped. Use the promo code BACONPOD. Get 20% off any of your purchases, including... Free shipping. But not limited to the crop mop. Yeah. The crop mop's the best. I have... I, Refined. I'll buy that forever. The wonderful cologne or mm-hmm. cologne. Cologne. Uh, the the 
Oh man, just the 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 weed whacker, which helps you with your nose hairs, and yeah. you don't have boogers yeah. hanging out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have a all mustache, sometimes it gets confusing. Yeah, it gets confusing, you and, and, and you can get up there, and you can be like, it's not so confusing anymore. Exactly. So, and you don't have to do that weird like Michael Hayes. Yeah, thing. right, 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 right. Yeah, the pimp so, stash. Indeed, indeed. So. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, get 20% off. And you know what? While we're at it, Mm -hmm. let's throw in free shipping. Let's do it. Free shipping, 20% off, do it. Free shipping, this is already your balls, right? 20%, because you know what? 10, 10, 20, you got two nuts. Yes. Free them. But it's not 10 and then another 10 after it. Mm -hmm. It's it's 20. Yeah, because they're in the same bag. 10 plus 10 is 20. Right? Right. Same package. So. We've got a returning guest, so we're not going to waste any more time. Josh Ladies from Silverstein is back. Josh from Silverstein is back. It's right awesome. Yeah. Hi. Welcome, everybody. Hey. <laughs> to Bacon is my podcast. Oh. I brought us in. Oh, I thought I thought we were doing the, the, the movie thing. Yeah, but it's part of it. We're not doing okay. like a separate thing. Well, that's right? my thing. A whole separate thing. Hey. Oh, sorry. See? where? What do you, you said? I was just going by what you said. So Josh, uh, Josh, Josh is has already been on this show. Yes, and little does he know, is we've regressed yeah. as hosts. Right, absolutely, like totally. Um, you, you are our tenth episode. You brought yeah. up today. Our tenth. We are now on. Now you are our one hundred episode one twenty two. One twenty two now. Been cooking and the along. Effort yeah, the effort yeah. that we put into preparing for these has gone way down. It's really, it's What's, been a steady decline. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, you well, know, maybe it's a sharp decline. A sharp decline. It it's a sharp decline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, welcome to Bacon is My Podcast. We have Josh Bradford again from Silverstein. Yes. He was our 10th guest. Now he's 122. And since then, I mean, before, like, when we did our first episode with you, everything was like in a state of flux, and nobody knew what the hell was going on, and who, yes. who was going to be able to get back out on the road, and and all that stuff. So like, and now new record, now, kicking ass on the road, selling places out. He's grimacing. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened. Is it- Something happened. He can no longer hear us. I don't know what happened. He has a very concerned face. (laughs) (laughs) We can't hear him. All right, lost the lost audio for a second there. Oh, more than a second, really. (laughs) We were just cooking along. We were were cooking along. We were talking about how, like. We were just Uh-oh. talking about how, like, last we time. No deer. Are we gone again? Are we gone again? <gasps> You're back. Fine. And and a... we're back. <laughs> I not touch this mic because it's uh, freaking Sense- out. Very sensitive. Oh. Sorry. Uh, I missed everything you just said. Yes. No, it's okay. Uh, it's- no, we were, what we were basically saying is that it's in a complete state of flux. It was not, not the very beginning of COVID, but it was definitely early on, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if you guys had bankrupt out yet, even. No, it was coming point. out soon. 
or it was going to be out. Maybe it was going to be out when the episode aired. Yeah, I, remember around, we I think around around, like, around the same time it was going to air because uh, yeah. I was able to speak towards it, but it was not. Yes, a, right. Yes, right. out in the yeah. world yet. Um. Yeah, yeah. Now here we are. Bankrupt was is out, but like as now you've got whole a whole record out. out. You've got been tours under your belt, selling places out. How how does it feel to be back in the world again? I mean, I know that for especially in the beginning there was uh, you know restrictions and you know tour bubbles and and things like that. But it seems like now it's a little bit more lax. Things have changed a lot since we last talked. Uh, certainly, things are a lot more relaxed. Uh, yeah, we put out that that new record, "Misery Made Me." Um, gone on a few tours at this point, each one yeah. getting more and more like the old days. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, as you said, uh, the the first ones back were certainly very restricted. We uh, existed in this little bubble where we basically hung out on the bus and then went in and played the show and then came back to the bus. So it was just us hanging out with each other, no guests, no friends and family, uh, just like really, really tight ship isolated. Uh, and now uh, the past couple ones we've done, like kind of just going for it. We're going yeah. to bars and restaurants and having guests and doing all the things that kind of make traveling around the country uh, really fun. Right. Uh, and actually yeah. have been to a few other countries since then, too. We've been back yeah. to Europe uh, and uh, traveled around over there. And it, it is definitely the most normal things I've felt in the better part of three years now. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that, like, I know for him, I watched him do his first show back. Yeah. And like, what, halfway through the first song? You saw him like welling up. I was like, you're, like choking oh, up. I missed this. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is so great. I, on the other hand, I don't know why. I <laughs> I was just like, I was just so in my head. I couldn't, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy yeah. it for some reason, but whatever. Uh, you, you are now also a podcaster. Well, sort of. I'm part of a team that is doing you a are, podcast. Following <laughs> I would say despite as such greats as Bacon is my podcast, you're welcome for the for, for inspiring you. Well, <laughs> having you had such a good time that you were like, I, I got to do this. I get it. Yeah, I didn't know what a podcast was before. And then we did this uh, right, last right? April. And now uh, I'm this all about thing. them. This little <laughs> yeah. thing we created. Oh, yeah. He does. He does have somebody who's like pretty good at got like a pretty successful podcast yes. no i'm uh, yeah. pretty close to him so i uh yeah we gotta talk about sarcasm one of these days <laughs> maybe uh but silverstein, silverstein the podcast is out and and i love it because you guys go into a record you go into each song and you go into the production stuff and you go into the you play demos and that that oh man i love that i love the yeah. demo stuff I love the acapella stuff. Like the demo stuff to me is the most interesting part because I, uh, you know, musician myself. So I'm sending demos to him and demos to my other friends and right. stuff like that. And just to see the, the evolution of a song, I love that, that whole vibe, that whole thing. So the fact that you guys do that on your show, which should be when pot is easily cast, that's just, that's a vote from there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's, I love it. I love it. That's really cool. What what got you guys to say, hey, maybe we should do this? 
Uh, as you mentioned, Shane uh, has a very successful podcast and uh, is quite plugged into the world of podcasting. Uh, so that was kind of the the jumping off point. Uh, and he really spearheaded the whole thing. Um, he basically uh, edits them all himself and uh, uh, puts it all together for us. So it's it's really painless um and yeah he 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 knows you know the the right ways to go about it and uh who to partner with in in getting it out there uh and all that so it uh yeah the idea was floated and it you know we have a lot of things to talk about over the duration of our 22 plus years now uh we've had a lot of experiences and it, it just seemed like uh a natural thing to do uh, yeah. And yeah, since he was able to kind of just go and plug us into what he's already doing, uh, it, it, as I say, it was very quick and painless. We just show up and talk, and <laughs> how, how do you guys how do you guys decide what to put on the podcast? Because, like he was saying, a demo thing is a is a big thing that, like, for me to hear somebody doing that, that's that's the coolest peek behind the curtain that I can think of. Um, as a songwriter, because I'm like, oh man, that's that's just awesome. Like, so what? What did? How did you guys decide what to put on there and 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 come to those things? Like, oh, let's throw demos up. Oh, let's throw this. Song, let's write songs with people on this online. You know, like, how do you guys figure that out? Yeah, I mean, we had uh, all that stuff that like we've been messing around with it anyway ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and it it is cool to take a peek behind the curtain and see kind of how a song evolves. Um, and certainly we have more and more uh, of that uh, in the tank these days because we have been making really solid demos uh, and seeing them even like as the song demos again and again, because like it'll be like a, a rough sketch and then it'll get redemoed as a more finished product. And then you get to compare that to the actual uh, record version. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just an easy easy fun thing to do and it's fun for us too because usually by the time we're talking about a song uh and sharing it with people those songs seem pretty old to us we've spent a lot of time with them and uh it it is very exciting to go back and hear how it started and like uh i'm I'm sure most of us don't even remember some of the uh finer details uh getting hammered out but it is very revealing uh how a song starts and where it ends up and certainly hearing those acapellas is really cool uh, because you know there is so much layering of vocals um, that you you don't hear a whole bunch of the uh, the vocal. You just uh, hear that kind of the lead vocal, maybe some of the harmonies, and uh, I think it's yeah really I... cool to. You okay? Yep, yep, yep. No, um... cool. I was losing audio for a second there. Damn. Yeah, no, we're cool. We're cool. You still have <laughs> um... me? Yeah, fingers, we got fingers you. crossed. Right. This is going to work. We got you. I, I thought it was really cool because, you know, I, I actually said it in the last episode that you were on and, and we actually we had Paul Mark on as well. But like you guys always collaborate on your records. You guys have a lot of features, all that kind of stuff. But I know Paul Mark was talking to us about uh, some of the songwriting he was doing online and, and, you know, for this new record and stuff like that. So it was awesome for me to be like, cool he's doing all these zoom things these and he talks on the podcast about how miserable some of them are and then hearing that like 
this now, like the, the finished product of what's, what was being worked on when we had him on. It's like, Oh shit, this is cool. This is cool. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and, and for me too, like some of the things that, uh, that were said on the, on the podcast, like, you know, one song was being pitched to like dragged under and you guys had, you know, ultraviolet, uh, Corey from, uh, from wage war helped write that song and and it's like man this is awesome this is so cool like seeing all the collaboration that's happening and uh it's 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 really a treat for me i i, I get giddy about it jen's like my wife jen she's like it's cool but just get a, get over it buddy. <laughs> relax relax i'm like no this is what i listen i love there's, this there's stuff. nothing wrong with fanboying out over stuff like that because it's like when you find out that one you find out that that two writers that you respect and that you like know each other and like each other and work together. You're like, Oh shit, that's cool. I like both of them. <laughs> so it's exciting to kind of go, what would happen if, cause they always have those things in your, you know, you have the, it's, it's fantasy football. You have like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. if this guy was with this guy in a room, what would they come up with? And then you get to kind of like, you go, Oh shit, that guy was with that guy in a room and this is what they came up with. <laughs> and I already really liked that. So yeah. hell yeah. So I, yeah, man, awesome. I get it. Don't, don't let her tell you. <laughs> yeah, the world is like ever a smaller place uh, with the internet. You know, we can be in a room together even though we're hundreds, if not thousands of miles away. And right. uh, I, I think that is uh, our, something we've really embraced uh, in yeah, connecting and collaborating uh, for making music and other forms of art. You know, it's, it's so easy to jump on a, a Zoom call with somebody and... Uh, feel like you're right there and have you know more than just the conversation because you can see kind of like their facial feedback about ideas right. and uh it's uh I, I think an amazing thing that yeah you mentioned uh, how paul mark was saying it was kind of depressing i think that <laughs> yeah that had uh, a lot to do with the circumstance of being forced to only get together over uh yeah, yeah. video calls for sure uh but yeah, a very interesting tool that we've been able to harness. Yeah, it's cool that you guys embraced it. So, like, I mean, we talked again. We talked about it in the last episode how you guys embraced it. Kind of like you were embracing it first. You were right on top of. You've been on top of technology as it's been going and and ways of communicating since like the beginning, um, which is pretty awesome because it's you don't hear that quite enough. A lot of people kind of fight it. A lot of people are are kind of like. You know, well, this is the way or this is, you know, like, I don't want to hear anything that wasn't made this way. <laughs> or, you know, it's like it's the analog digital fight. It's the it's the shaking your fist and yelling at clouds, you know, like sure. day, that that type of thing. And, <laughs> yeah. and you guys as a band adopted all of it very early. So it's only kind of natural that you guys are still kind of ahead of the curve on all of it. You know what I mean? So that that makes sense. We're trying, you know, Paul uh, Kohler, our drummer and manager, uh, is always uh, on the cutting edge. He, he's very uh, into embracing new technologies, even some that like, you know, look promising, but end up not working out. He, he's always uh, got his ear to the ground. And it's like, this seems interesting. We should get in, uh, involved in this. And uh, maybe there's a few of us in the back kind of sh shouting at clouds and uh, being old men about it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he is very convincing. Posting uh, things on Vine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's all kinds of things that come and go, and uh, you never know which is going to stick. And certainly, right. trying to embrace them early on is uh, has been a, a strategy of ours that yeah is is perpetuated mostly by Paul Kohler. Um, yeah. But we he drags us along, kicking and screaming into <laughs> all kinds of uh, interesting spaces, and and for the most part, they all end up working out like really really well and uh we, we thank him later <laughs> um so we we talked about how you guys were back on tour you you finished up your your 20 well at the time it was supposed to be 20th anniversary tour uh which i got to see before the pandemic yes <laughs> um but uh it was literally like three days prior to shutdown um but then you guys got to finish it, so you had a, a crazy, again, three-set headliner, full-on tour. After that, you got on tour with your buddies in Beartooth, and you had to open. So my question is is this, like, and I think I asked this the last time, but it was like, song choices. How'd you come up with the song choices? And I think, I think, Jen wants to know why you didn't play burn it down when you were playing with Beartooth. and i was like well you know the first time you see somebody is always the most exciting time so maybe caleb didn't want to be seen the first time in somebody else's set but who knows what what went into the what went into the the, the song picking process Notorious big time. sure yeah going from doing that 20th anniversary tour three sets it was like close to two hours long our, our show um, pairing that down into a, a 45 minute, uh, support set for the Beartooth tour was very difficult. Obviously you have to cut a lot of stuff and, uh, we had the new record. So we wanted to play a bunch of the newer songs, right. um, while still, you know, playing some old stuff for any of the diehards. Um, so tried to pick a good balance of that stuff and uh burn it down just uh we didn't rehearse it because we thought like you said that caleb uh maybe would not want to come out and do it and thought might be like certainly we've played it without him many times right. uh but thought it could be a little weird to to play it on the tour and have him not come out uh right. yeah. have people be like what the, well he's like right back there why didn't he come <laughs> out um well I will. I will tell you. I actually went to go see. Um, <clears throat> I went to go see see Sleeping with Sirens, uh, and their support on this tour is uh, Point North. Point North does a song with um, Callan Quinn. He did not come out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can and, happen. And, and 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 but he's right. Everybody was like, "Well, why didn't why didn't Callan Quinn come out?" Right. Yeah. And it's like you you're playing a great song, but people are you're you're hyping them up for something they're not going to get. So there's disappointment, even if it's great. Right. Didn't want to set anyone up like that, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just didn't want to put any pressure on Caleb. Like they were playing a huge, crazy yeah. set themselves. And uh, they certainly like left it all out on the stage every night. And like, I, I would not have felt comfortable uh, requesting that he come and join us because he needed yeah, right. to save all his juice uh, for their gig. But um <laughs> Like, so we didn't we didn't prep the song. We we could have probably pulled it out, but we weren't sound checking at all on that tour. So it's hard to kind of just go right into playing a song without at least giving it kind of a, a test run. Um, yeah. 
And very quickly on and early on in the tour, he was like, why aren't you guys playing that song? I'd come out and do it with you. We're like, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he ended up coming out and doing uh, vices with us a bunch of nights. Nice. Um, very cool. So he, he yeah, despite having <laughs> uh, a big gig ahead of him, would uh, often come join us. And uh, nice. that yep. was always a treat. But yeah, unfortunately, not on the, the song that he is actually featured on. So. <laughs> so what are those conversations like um only because like i'm I'm just curious because uh i'm in a band that has a lot of music out right so so when we're making sets we have to go through we have i think i think we're like 40 something songs released um and so when we go through stuff it's like i have i have a guitar player that was on our first record and then was gone for the second record and then came back later and so he's always wanted to play songs from that first record and, and we like other guys want to play stuff from other things. And we're trying to, trying to be very democratic about it, but it's like, we also have new stuff and it's like, we've been putting out singles and it's like, every single has got to be in the set because they're singles. Like they have to be in the set. So what are those conversations like with you guys? Are you like, are they very, um, do you guys like vote on it, flip coin, pick things out of a hat? Do you like what's what's Spotify your Spotify top ten? Yeah, Spotify <laughs> top. That's what we've started doing, honestly. Is yeah. I, I've started sure. opening up our Spotify like top ten for the month and then all time, and then being like, okay, anything that crosses over month and all time automatically goes in the set, and then we can fill in from there. Uh, and I give everybody one. I'm like, okay, what's your one? What's your one? Yeah, <laughs> everybody <sure>. gets one? <laughs> uh, yeah, like it is interesting that we actually have like data now for yeah. uh how popular a song is uh i think for a long time most of your record it was just like i don't know i think people like this one right seem to go crazy <laughs> when we play that one uh and so it was a lot of a lot of guesswork and kind of a lot of uh each band members uh kind of projecting uh their idea of what is a popular song right. uh and now that we actually have that data, we do uh, look at that a lot in deciding. We say, oh, like we can't really afford not to play that one. That seems so popular. Like, yeah, right. it it would be a miss to uh, to leave that out. Um, but certainly, there are uh, singles that maybe don't even perform that well, but uh, you know, were a single, and we feel the need to to service that. Right. Um, and yeah, just. You know, there's always going to be ones that you feel like, even if they're not a massively popular song by the numbers, they always get a really good reaction in a live setting. Um, right? Yeah, there's always those songs that like you you recorded it and you're like, it doesn't capture the live, so it's, sure. it's a live song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So trying to like you know write a set that has some peaks and valleys and uh, some heavy intense moments and some more kind of thoughtful subdued moments and kind of build a, a story out of it. Uh, but it certainly is challenging. And the more songs you have, the harder it gets because you're, you're right. leaving out things that you know people would like to hear. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it's a real challenge. Uh, and we just, yeah, try and mix it up from tour to tour. There's a few that we feel like we always have to play. And then there's ones that we kind of rotate in and out. And uh, as we release more new music, we have to try and play some of the new stuff and certainly this new record is being really well received so yeah we want to uh play a bunch of those yeah, silverstein's like a fine wine when it comes Dude, to their the, record i the new record Thank is you. is so good 
really, really good. Um, I like, so I've been listening to it even more this week right. just because we were going to have you on. And I was like, all right, let me really dive in and all that kind of stuff. But still, I find myself just kind of like putting it on. And it's, it's crazy to me because the first time I listened to it, I listened to it on shuffle because I have everything on shuffle. And I, I'm, I'm that guy. I don't listen to things the way that they're intended <laughs> to be listened to. Right. And so this week I was like, all right, let me not do that. Let me listen like from the top. And like, even then, like it makes sense. And, and I, our song is clearly the opening for the record. Like that's clearly the, the way to open, like absolutely. <laughs> but the way that it lines up, it's still kind of like, oh shit. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I like this. I love it. it I takes love. you from like you're bouncing and there's hooks and there's and there's uh, like this this like punky feel to a song and then it's just brutal and then there's like synth yeah then there's like <laughs> synth and like and like almost a hip hop delivery in the middle of uh, of uh, uh, I'm terrible with song names the uh, altar the Mary. altar yes exactly what yeah. I was thinking of yes um, it's like that middle that middle section you almost I'm like did did it skip to something else the first time I heard it? And I was like, no, this is it. Awesome. This yeah. is great. So, like, how did how did you choose the order for the record? Because you're so trying different things and so putting your hands in, in all over the place, but it's still coherent and it makes sense. But, like, that would have been an, a, a really difficult choice or had to be a really difficult choice as to be like, how do we line these up in a record? What's the journey that you were kind of like the idea that you were trying to take people on? Certainly we're trying a lot of different things on this record uh, and just pushing the boundaries of what it sounds like to be Silverstein. Um, Certain members of the band are really, really, really into sequencing. They, They have very strong feelings about that. And then some of us, not so much. So we tend to defer to them a little bit. Uh, and I think really the idea was to um, give you tastes of familiarity to kind of like make you feel comfortable and then hit mm. you with something crazy that maybe pushes the boundaries, uh, but then rein it back in with something that is not so out of the, our world. Uh, just so that, you know, every time that we uh kind of come up with a, a surprise it is then uh supported by something that is a little more okay that makes sense us yeah that makes um, sense okay yeah don't want to freak anybody out but definitely want to you know ex- like spread our wings and fly <laughs> yeah so, exactly uh, yeah I, Just, uh, uh, I i love that oh it's awesome i, I, love, that. I I love it, and I love I love the chances that you took on things, and I love the um, the directions. I love the 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 jumps and the chances to different things, and I love the familiar uh, because it just shows like, okay, we're gonna go over here. Hey, guess what? We're over here now. <laughs> what yeah, about this? You know, like, I think if we made a I, whole I like record of synths and trap beats, obviously people would be like, what is this? This is not the band that i thought i was uh about to listen to well how do you balance that how do you decide like okay we want to show that we have growth because we don't want to put out the same record that we've put out before but we also don't want to go so far off the reservation that we're alienating fans or or are coming across like we're 
moving away from our style. I mean, I guess it's hard to move away from a style that you that you love and that you're you're into and that you're doing. It's just the way you write. But um, how how do you guys? Is that a thought process when you're in? Is there that balanced thought? Like, okay, we gotta. How are we gonna do this? Or are you just like, let's make a record? <laughs> Definitely in the demoing stage, um, some things can seem extra freaky. Uh, but as soon as Shane's voice is on it, it feels very much more like right. us. Yeah. Um, and I think we maybe discussed this a little bit last time, but like we have always had a, a fairly wide range to our sound. Yeah. Um, from the very first record, there were songs without screaming and songs with a lot of screaming and ones that are heavier uh with lighter parts to them and then songs that are overwhelmingly uh lighter with maybe a little heaviness tucked in so like it, it's always kind of been wide ranging uh and mm -hmm. so we're just kind of sticking with that it uh it's hard to make it feel like not us uh because we've always yeah. had depth to it um but we just push those kind of boundaries a little further in every direction every time we make a record and feel uh that much more free to experiment what's up guys gonna talk to you a little bit about our sponsors real quick just want to start off with grillyourassoff.com if you are going into grilling season like we are then you know that you always need a little rub you always need a little sauce you need something that's gonna help your grilling get better. Help those chicken breasts, right? Ooh. They get a little dry sometimes. You wanna make sure you're saucing them up. You wanna make sure those ribs have got a nice dry rub and a sauce rub. Go to grillyourassoff.com, check it out. I've used their stuff, it's delicious. 10% off with the promo code BACON. Another place you can go to to get 10% off with that promo code drinkwildbills.com mm. they've got delicious sodas they've got all sorts of different flavors from sarsaparilla to birch beer to you name it you got your root beers you got your cream sodas you got your cream sickles yeah uh sugar-free for you guys sugar watching the waistline indeed and also they've got some great jerky stuff they've mm. got oh, the brisket bites are a plus Indeed. a plus and if you go there go to drinkwildbills.com use the promo code bacon get 10 percent off one more place you can use that same promo code bacon is our oldest sponsor pod decks if you're a podcaster if you are a budding interviewer if you are just somebody that has a hard time talking to people every now and then or want to do something fun with your friends check out poddecks.com they have these decks of cards 50 cards per deck 50 questions check it out learn things about your friends learn things about people learn how to talk a little bit more and be a little bit more comfortable always use the promo code bacon again to get 10 percent off your order they got cool swag too indeed and last but not least of course always frame the balls mm, yes is that what you do? Frame the balls. Frame the balls? Well, you could. You could frame the balls. You could, though. You could. But if you got a bush, it's just not. It's the summer. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Use the lawnmower 4.0. Use the perfect package and go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. You'll get 20% off your order. And they've got all sorts of great stuff if you're a guy who's looking to feel so fresh and so clean. 
Indeed. And not only do you get 20% off, but you also get free shipping. Free so, shipping? Shine up those balls. Get rid of that bush. Clean yourself up. And if Indeed. you don't clean yourself up, start. Yeah. Bacon Pod. 20% off. Free shipping. Check it out. Thank you to our sponsors. Thanks for hanging out. What's your bacon? What's up? It's Josh from Glasslands. You can check out our music at glasslands.co. And you've been consuming Bacon is My Podcast. One of the things that we, we spoke about last episode as well, uh, you talked about your very expensive, lightweight German guitars. Right. But now, now, you and you, you joined Jim in the Music Man game. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome. Well, so, thank you. No, welcome. I'm happy to join you because uh, uh, they don't know that I play their instruments. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what made, what facilitated that change? I love instruments. I love gear. <laughs> um, so I, I'm always roaming around, playing different things, checking stuff out. And uh, I, I very much still love uh, those Nick Huber Krautsters, the, the German yeah. boutique guitar. Uh, I have three of them. Uh, there's one on my wall right here. Whoa. Yep. For those uh, listening, we have a uh, we have a Sweetwater wall right behind yes, us. Yes, I, I do have a bit of a guitar wall here. Um, I, I will it's always love those focus, guitars. So we can't tell what anything is. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's secret. It's very That's secret. Um, yeah, I will. I will always love those. I will probably still play them uh, from time to time. But I, you know, Music Man has been very wonderful to Paul Mark, um, and I was chatting with them one day and was like i'm kind of like into this one body shape that you do i've been thinking about you know I, I don't, spreading my own wings and uh let's see what these uh what they're all about would you send me one so i can try it out uh and they did and uh i absolutely loved it and now they're uh in the process of making me three more uh with Ooh. custom colors Ooh, nice so what, uh, yeah which which one which one is that the, the stingray ah that's mine yeah, yeah. He's got he's got a really nice stingray. It's a matte black. Yeah, they made yeah. like this matte black one, and and I'm a I'm a proud owner of like the original Les Paul Gothic from back in the nineties. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and when I saw that the, the the stingray had like this matte black, I was like, it's 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 like a sibling. I have yeah. to <laughs> check it out. <laughs> didn't didn't you buy it from the Sweetwater? Yes, I went. I, I went to Sweetwater because because um, I'm from Indiana. So when I was home for Christmas, I called up my Sweetwater rep, Jared, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I called him up and was like, "Hey, I want to come take a tour and hang out." Thing, and he was like, "Yeah, well, you know that uh, that stingray that's been in your cart for a good two months. <laughs> we have one. Do you want to come check it out?" And I was like, "Maybe, <laughs> maybe you want to come check it out." And uh, and I went, and he uh, he treated me to lunch and coffee, and gave me the whole tour of Sweetwater, which is incredible. Like, if yeah. you ever get a dude, if you ever get a chance, if you haven't, I'm sure you probably have. It's crazy. I haven't, but uh, so we kicked off that Beartooth tour uh, in uh, Fort Wayne, right? Uh, at, at the venue that Sweetwater owns, uh -huh. um, and they brought us a bunch of stuff, and that was nice. And they had offered us. Uh, a, a tour of the facility, but uh, the oh, weather dude. was just cracking into spring to a point where we figured we could work out golfing. So 
Right. Paul right. Mark and I went golfing instead of going to Sweetwater. Um, did they bring you a bunch of candy? To check it out. They did bring us candy. It's so nice. Of course they did. Yeah, but yeah. not enough Tootsie Rolls and I, too many bit of honeys. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I I don't like the I don't like the the Red Hots that they yeah. give you the ball Red Hots. You know, it's like cool. I, you know, I appreciate the the candies with the strings, but uh, Red Hots you can you can hold on to them. I'm I sure definitely recommend the tour. It's it's really really cool. The the whole operation they have going there, and it's it's bigger now than. They were still under construction of a whole new area that they were building when I was there uh, for a showroom and all this kind of stuff, and a whole used section that like you can't get on their website, and all their people get first, and uh, and they like they have a gym in there. They have an on-site doctor. They have um, that's sweet. Yeah, like they have it set up so like, and everybody that works there has access to everything for free. Um, that's awesome. Like it's it's a that's crazy cool. operation that they have going there. It's like it's like its own little world that, that's in there. Uh, when they Google. when they opened, the the owner was told uh, like he came he came down to visit and hang out. And they told someone told him they had shitty coffee, so he went and like hired a a like place that that grows and does like. Art, artisanal coffee and brought it into <laughs> Sweetwater so that they had great coffee. <laughs> like it's just, it's crazy. The but uh, definitely go on the tour. They uh, they have uh, a really cool. The coolest thing I saw there was this auditorium where they actually have recorded stuff and they've done performances and everything. It's this big auditorium, and they brought us in. and He was like, oh, "I just want to show you something," and he he clapped to show me like how live the room was. Right. And then he hit a button and he clapped again and there was zero like echo, nothing. It was a huh, dead no room. Shit. And it's, this was a hall with like seats and a stage and high <laughs> ceilings and literally pressing a button. And, and he was like, he was like, yeah. And then brought us to another room. And I was like, wait, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> we need to discuss this. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> That's amazing. And That's he never so, told yeah. me. <laughs> It never told me. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's like what number I'm thinking of. It's magic. <laughs> it's absolutely magic. Uh, you so talk you should to... definitely go and go down the slide. Now, <laughs> I would love oh, to go yeah. check it out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe pick up uh, some more guitars. I don't know. Mm. Uh, you should do a, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe a Josh uh, signature sting. Maybe. Yeah. Like I said, they they loaned me one. Uh, I loved it. So they're making me three more. Uh, slightly modified because there's some things about it that for my personal tastes i would change right um but it, it's a killer guitar and uh yeah it, it is very different from most of what i've been playing like it's got a very skinny neck usually i love a big mm -hmm. fat neck yeah um there's tiny headstocks it, too yeah tiny headstock it's like i guess a little more fender style uh mm -hmm. and i'm usually more of a, a gibson guy um and like yeah maple fretboard I, i'm usually like a, a rosewood or ebony guy right so i'm i'm just you know stretching myself changing <laughs> it up nice. a bit I like well it up. when you make your signature guitar um i don't want to spend six thousand dollars on it so uh i'll be a tester <laughs> i'll send it back to you we need we need testers i'm the exactly. everyman dude i'm the everyman he's the everyman jack <laughs> <send> it to <laughs> me. um one you you, you brought up you missed the tour because you went golfing when you came to Long Island. You played a, a new venue that you guys have never played, the, the uh, Paramount. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you also went to Bethpage. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, we did a thanks. lot of golfing. I think we got out like 30 plus times golfing on that wow. tour. Nice. Um, how badly <laughs> did you kick Paul Mark's ass? You could, you could uh, run this I country. have never beaten him. He, uh, why are you guys, you guys are so like humble about your <laughs> golf game. So, so funny story. He was with, trying to stir shit with <laughs> I was. Paul Mark too. He, because <laughs> so we, we had on the same night we had Paul Mark and then we had Fleur Shomo, um, after him. So I did say to him, I said, how badly can you uh, or how, how badly do you kick uh, Caleb's ass in golf? And he was like, oh, no, you know, he's got this and this and this. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, you can't just play into it. man. it's no, nothing. It's you not guys us. are too humble. You know, what the pro- it. you know what it is? It's the Canadian. Yeah. And this <laughs> this guy is the sweetest Canadian ever. We, we still talk about you yeah. on, you know, we're 122 episodes in. Yeah. Still, you're the sweetest man we've ever met. That's true. That is. That we're is we're a, convinced you're made of maple syrup. That is a factual statement. On the inside. Yeah, I got maple syrup for blood. It's uh, yeah. sticky. I yeah. speak to you online, and I get mm-hmm. cavities. Right. Yeah, sorry. It's not even. It's not even in person. In person, <laughs> my teeth just can fall out. Um, I'll take it. Oh, shucks. <laughs> what, what I do. What I do need to ask you is, I have been. You were our first vegan as well. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I have not, I, I haven't gone vegan, but I am trying like vegan options and stuff like that. And uh, protein, you know, plant, plant-based bro- proteins and stuff like that. Uh, so I've been cooking with uh, Satan mm-hmm. and I've been cooking with jackfruit a little bit. Like Lucifer, our Lord of Darkness? No, 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 Satan. <laughs> it's, it's a soy-based protein uh, thing. Is is thing that that's that's the technical term, right? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing it's a that thing. you eat. Yeah, it's uh, uh it, it sounds like Satan is like uh, a, it's definitely not for people that are gluten free. It's yeah, uh, okay. basically no, no. very, very uh, much wheat much. gluten. Um, okay. So like like you make it by kind of starting the process of making bread and then stopping. Uh, it, it's like. So it's like a sourdough starter. Yeah, kind of. No. Less, less smelly though. Less smelly. It's, right. uh, it smells it's like a very, soy sauce. Yeah, a it's bit. a very hearty um, plant-based substitute. It's got a, a real good chewiness to it that uh, a lot of the other substitutes don't have. So, so what I do you, for those of you with celiac, it's Satan. <laughs> it could be. It could, it could very well be. Could be. What I do is I, I actually um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll cut it up. And I'll throw it into a frying pan. I'll fry it up a little bit, and mm-hmm. then I'll throw it in wing sauce, and I'll throw it over salad. Nice. Yeah. Yes, that is actually one of my favorite uh, restaurant meals. Uh, a lot of vegan oh. restaurants have, uh, of course, salads, but they'll have wings. Uh, often they're seitan based, um, and I will get an order of the wings, an order of the salad, and boom. Or, well, I feel like thing. that's yeah. that's what they're that's what they're made of on hot ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so. they just like put them on like a they put them on a piece stick. of wood stick. It's like a popsicle. Yep. Yeah, yeah, more or less. What yeah. what are some what are some tips uh, for cooking seitan or jackfruit? I did I did some jackfruit like barbecue sliders, almost like okay. pork sliders. Because yeah, you know yeah. you're a chef. We still have that picture of you in a, yeah in an apron. In the apron. I'm gonna put up right now. 
Oh, I yeah. You just did it. It's I did. hilarious. Post yeah, it looks good. I remember that. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the jackfruit does make a very good pulled pork type of substitute. It's got that kind of shredded uh, consistency. Um, you did sliders; those are good. We'll often do tacos with them. Um, I, I think a real key to any of that stuff is um, the sauce. You got to sauce it up real nice with a real tasty mm. sauce because a lot of these substitutes don't necessarily have a whole lot of flavor themselves. Uh, and it's all about kind of what, what you do with it. Yeah. They, they soak it up. Um, so yeah, I, I think really that's the secret to a lot of vegan cooking is uh, getting nice sauces. Okay. Cause I, yeah. I you know, I, I've been kind of exploring myself. That sounds wrong. Uh, cooking but, with <clears throat> Satan. No, but uh, which cheese, is also cheese bothers yourself me. to the dairy bothers me. So I, I started sure. like taking on some of the like the the vegan cheeses and stuff, and I found that there are, believe it or not, some vegan cheeses that do melt mm-hmm. and that are pretty oh, good. Okay, a lot of things melt. Do they no, taste good? No, there's there's a uh, oh man, like I've had I, I've had. I've had a lot of vegan dishes that are pretty delicious. Yeah. Uh, and I, I will say that uh, my Chipotle go-to order is sofritas. Which oh, so good. Absolutely love. Yeah. Um, but vegan cheese, not yet. Uh, not yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you try. Yeah, I have, try something. I have um, like an aged cheddar slice mm-hmm. that is dead on. Like straight up dead on. I think it's uh, Go Life. I think that's the name of the brand. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The problem with that one though is it doesn't melt very quickly. Well, neither does cheddar. Cheddar's just an oily <laughs> mess. That's true. That's true. Perhaps, yeah. The 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 melty factor of vegan cheeses has been long uh, their biggest drawback. Right. Um, but the technology has come a long way, and there's more and more options, and they're getting better and better. There's a bunch uh, out that are now um, like cultured. Uh, and it gives it a little bit more of a funk that mm-hmm. is pretty convincing. Cheese, cheese is kind of funky. I like cheese funky is kind cheeses. of funky. Yeah. Yeah. The more my cheeses smell like feet, the better they are. Yeah. You you would love my dog. He was very stinky <laughs> this week. He he smelled like some sort of very rare stanky cheese, and uh, <laughs> we just let it ride for a couple weeks. Uh, nice. It was a, a running joke between my wife and I, saying somebody should really give this guy a bath. And we would just say that to each other endlessly for weeks. And finally today, we we hosed them down and gave him a little little shampooing, and uh, he smells much less like cheese now. And now the funk is gone. Fun, now fun the funk fact: is gone. Now the funk is fun gone. fact, they actually do have dry shampoo for dogs. It's it's fantastic. It's no wait. It's called uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's dry shampoo, but it's like a foam, and you spray it on the dog. Yeah, and you just. You just massage it in, and they become instantly less stinky. When is uh, Silverstein going to bring the funk? That's the that's the only style oh, yeah. that you guys haven't hit yet. We haven't messed around with a whole lot of funk, uh, although we did get invited to play uh, the grand opening ceremonies of a performing arts center in our little hometown of Burlington, Ontario. Okay. Uh, and I think we got to play three songs of our own. Okay. Uh, it was like a showcase of all these artists that grew up from Burlington type of thing. 
and then at the end of the show, the show closed out uh, with us uh, basically acting as the house band uh, for a rendition of um, a real funky jam. Um, what is it? Well, your head's moving. Like is Earth, wind, and fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? I feel like you're you're doing like the. That's the one. Yeah. September. Yeah. Yeah. That's the it's one. In September. That's it. Wow. The final day. Wow. You got that off his head move. Well, that's what the, the that's the song. Right? That is the song. It is. Yeah, nice you got job. it. Yeah. Nice yeah, job. You gotta, you gotta, yeah. Name that yeah. tune. In, in head sways, dude. I, yeah, that's your guy. Cheers what to am you. I, what that's, am I thinking? Yeah, very well done. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't think of it. I wasn't planning to talk about this, but uh, <laughs> it, there it is. That's that's the funkiest we've ever gotten. And it's uh, pretty funky though. It was pretty so funky. Get your get your Parliament covers ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, I actually, to be honest, like if you listen to like funk singers and rhythm sections and then you listen to heavier bands if if you could mesh those you could mesh them in a really interesting way that would really work because there's it's such a freedom in in both aspects of it you've got these singers that are just going nuts oh yeah that are just, like just <laughs> absolutely going nuts and then the guitars are just open and everywhere and then that rhythm section is tight as hell and you have to do that to do heavy music Okay. That's what makes heavy music great. A tight rhythm section and a singer and a guitar player that are willing to kind of branch out. Get a little wild. Get a little wild. Get a little wild. Gotta get a little wild. Yeah. See, that's that's what I'm saying. I my challenge to you is to do some funk. Just to hear it. I just want to hear it. I just want to hear, like hear a heavy band. I've never heard a heavy band try a funk song. Yeah. Eh. And I think that's weak sauce. Okay. <laughs> one, one, one question I want to ask about what you've got coming up, which is, uh, which is your. So it, it, when it was announced, it was a co-headlining tour, right? But now it very much looks like a headliner. Are you guys still co-headlining, where you you swapy swapy on the nights, or is it a headliner? We're talking about this upcoming run with uh, Australia's yeah, with the finest, Amity. The Amity Affliction. Indeed. Yes. Uh, no, it is absolutely a co-headliner. We'll be swapping back and forth. Um, I think maybe one thing that is lending uh, the impression that it is not is um, there are two ad mats, one with uh, like us on top and one with them on top. Uh, so we have most often posted the one with us on top. Uh, and they have probably most often posted the one with them on top. So uh, okay, it it looks like a a, a headline play when uh, yeah. when the names are arranged like that. But uh, I mean that's basically what you'll see the night of. Like one of us will close and the other will play before them. So yeah, yeah, we just we, yeah just just well, an ad mat thing, just a poster thing. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, because it did, it did look a lot like that. But so when you guys come to Long Island, uh, what I'm gonna actually try and do, since it is an actual co-headliner, is if you guys are playing first, is actually bring my kids to their first concert. 
Cool. Ooh, I don't know. Awesome. I, I can probably check quickly here, but I'm not positive that we will be. I, I think we will be closing in Long Island. Okay. Uh, but but I again I I'm just guessing. Uh. And then you guys are also you you're playing, and this is like the stars aligning for me because every show that I go to at Starland Ballroom is always on a Sunday night. You're playing Starland on a Saturday. Interesting. That is like the stars aligning. I I so actually when I look, I don't quote me on this, but I'm just looking, and it seems like perhaps we are not closing uh, Long Island. You heard it here Ooh. first, listeners. Josh Bradford says. As a fact, officially. <laughs> so yeah, everybody, bring your kids. It'll be a little earlier, and bring uh, your kids. <laughs> well, I'll try this and get Uncle Shane to not to swear too much. To. This is the show to bring your children. <laughs> oh, it's, no, that, that's okay. Like my, my kids, they 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 actually. Gavin asked me today, "What what does the f word mean?" And I'm like, "Oh, there's, it's anything you're nine. You, anything you want it to mean. I, there's too many meanings for it. It's multifaceted. That it's it a is. very it's crazy it word. It it's is powerful. All words are made up. <laughs> you can mean whatever you want. Sure, you're right. Sure. You're absolutely right. Uh, uh, I have a question. Where? So, Vancouver and Edmonton. Where? Mm. My my uh, my girlfriend will be there in September. Uh, she's working for um, Joan Jet, so they're doing the tour, the big that that Joan Jet Molly Crew Def Leppard thing, and wow. uh, and poison, poison, and poison. Yes, them too. Uh, where should they eat? Oh my goodness, um, Vancouver. Where can I send, where can I send it- uh, Joan Jet's vegan? <laughs> yeah. So where where can they eat? Vancouver is a wonderful food city. It's got a lot of great food. Um, that being said, I can't think of a spot to specifically <laughs> recommend. Uh, there's like a place that I often go to that's like uh, kind of a noodle bar um, okay. that usually will have kind of some pre-configured topping protein noodle combinations that you can choose from or like a build your own noodle dish, uh, Asian inspired type of stuff. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but I, I often stumble upon it and end up being like, Oh, I had a good time here last time. I'll get that again. Nice. Um, (laughs) I think there is a vegan spot called either rebar or R bar. It's probably rebar. Rebar, I've heard but I'm of. not sure. Yeah. Um, I've had good meals there. Okay. But yeah, I, it's it's a tricky I, one. Every there, time every time lots. we have an interview, every time we have an interview, um, she'll go we're interviewing and I'll be like, Oh, this person from this band or this person that's doing this. I'm like, anything that you anything you think I should ask him? And she's like, Yeah, if I I'm gonna be there, where should I eat? Yeah, <laughs> fair. Where should I go? What should I do? Uh, you know, because she's living that tour life. Yeah, sure. I uh, I could do a little uh, digging and thinking and and probably put together a a better list than I will be able to off the top of my head. And Edmonton can be tricky. There's uh, yeah, there's stuff, but uh, (laughs) often often the area of Edmonton we find ourselves playing in is uh, a little more on the outskirts and a bit more of like a industrial or commercial strip mall type of area. 
Right. Uh, right. And the options are fewer and further between. Uh, but I, I know there are some good things more in the city, and I assume that they'll be at some big venue that is maybe a little more central. So th- there certainly will be good things, and uh, I, I can do some research and uh, oh, cool. send Excellent. over a list. Yeah. Let me know. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Uh, what we have to do now, I have to go reach And if you're you. home, let me know if you want to go to the show. <laughs> yeah. I'll look that up. <laughs> I, I, uh, are they coming through Toronto area? No, they're just going to be. Um, I think they were just in Toronto. They were just in Toronto. I think they were just in Toronto. They they were. It's it's so weird how they routed their tour. It's like they did last week. They did um, Toronto and I think Toronto and one other place in Canada. They did two shows in Canada. Probably Montreal. And then, and then they were back down to uh, like upstate New York, and then they're all around here and then they're going back to canada in september that's probably because it's the west coast of canada yeah yeah one of the most effective efficient ways to to route canadian dates these days is to kind of pop up from the eastern seaboard and hit a couple spots over this end of the country and then you know play through the states and then pop up again when you're more right. on the western side because going it makes sense from toronto area out west through canada there's uh long long drives with not a whole lot in between so how is it how is it for you guys um as far as getting into the u.s because i know that them getting into canada was like really easy like they they i mean they get hotels uh in the u.s and drop off all their weed and then go through and then come sure. back two days later so they just pay for hotels that's a safe way Uh, to do it yeah that's that's the move but when they do cross like it's literally she was even saying she was like this was like the easiest we've ever crossed into canada it was like it took 30 minutes and we were in and it was like the easiest ever what is it like for you guys coming into the u.s is there like a is it a big hassle is it it's not so bad. Certainly, it varies from like time to time. Like, yeah. um, I, I think a big key to it is being organized and uh, like having clear, transparent communication. Um, right. So we, we all, like all have work visas. Uh, we generally don't travel with merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it's just real clean. We have a, a oh, carnet, yeah, big, yeah, big yeah. officially sure. stamped list of all our equipment. Um, and yeah, we we just like have a stack of all the passports and are able to hand off and say exactly like there's this many Canadians, this many Americans, uh, and have have just everything really well detailed, well organized, um, so that you know I think if you pull up to the border and are like ah, uh, how many Canadians are we? <laughs> do we have do we have uh, a, a thing like a list of the gear and are we carrying merchandise and all that like right right it, it's gonna be more of a hassle and they're gonna be like uh what are these guys doing what are they up to and they're gonna want to tear your bus apart and look uh right. just to see what you have and you know if you're acting suspicious they're gonna be suspicious even if right. you're just uh sleep deprived and whatever well you know, you know us suspicious music- musicians. True. Well, yeah, we're, we're, all, we're all we're suspicious. all very shifty. We're very shifty. Yeah. For sure. We are we are riffraff. Yeah, indeed. They they certainly treat us like it sometimes. But for the most part, we uh, we have all our paperwork in order and we're we're ready to go. Uh, we treat it 
seriously. Like this is a our career. Yeah. So um, it, it's usually not too bad. Often uh, they don't even make us get off the bus. Um, oh, that's the, great. Wow. Often an, an officer will come on the bus and just like kind of put a face to everybody's passport yeah. uh, and ask a few of the basic questions like what we have on board and stuff like that. And then they wave us through uh, on occasion we have been passing late at night and uh, they haven't even got us up. They just like took a look at the passports and were like, ah, oh, yeah, good enough. Go ahead. Right, right. Uh, but you know, sometimes you got to get off the bus and go in and they, it's been a long time since we've really been grilled there. Yeah. 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 Um, but once in a while, Is there a difference you, know, you between get somebody into the U S versus like the UK versus, you know, like, or is it kind of the same process everywhere? Again, for us, it's it's fairly similar, just because we are serious and well organized. Yeah. Um, I have heard horror stories about many different borders, but we have never really experienced anything too too bad. I played with a band once that that had to rent gear yeah. in, in the U.S. because all their gear was kept behind in Canada, in Canada because yeah. they didn't have the right paperwork, and they were like you're going across and you're making money and you know, you can't bring any of this stuff with you or, you know, was, there was some kind of issue with it. And so they were like renting gear. And then like the show we played with them, we let them use our we, gear. Yeah. yeah we like, did that. Yeah. With, yeah it was, was it that, was, was that nuts. beers? Was that the, the Canadian um, band? This was a different, yeah. this was a different thing. Like, oh, okay. may, maybe that happened at beers. Yeah. Too, no, it happened with me. At this Beery's was years too, ago. They, yeah. They had to go out and buy like, cheap $79 guitars because nobody yeah. would rent them anything. I, I wish like, I remembered oh, the band name so that I could say it right now because they were awesome. Yeah, I had I had a t-shirt <laughs> of the band sucks. that was... It sucks that I can't remember it right now, but they were great. I had a t-shirt of that band <laughs> for a long time that, that I played with because I was like, man, that sucks. If I remember Here's it, I'll add their... Uh, I'll, I'll go in the comments and I'll add their... I'll yeah. find it. I'll figure yeah. it out. I'll figure I it. think it does happen a lot. Um, and, you know, like I think... Usually it's avoidable. Um, yeah. I, I can't speak to every instance. Sometimes you just find uh, somebody that's having a bad day that decides to take it out on you know the, right. the people yeah. that are trying to process through the border. But uh, it, we we get work permits and visas and whatever is required of us. We never try and like sneak through and do something. Right. Um, and that's usually where they have issue. They're like, oh, you're like right. you're not just a uh, a tourist. You're coming here to to make money to, to, to work. work. Yeah, so yeah. like you, you don't have the, the right papers for that. And we're going to have to deny you or, you know, make it harder for you. We've uh, also only been doing this for like 22 years. Right? Well, yeah. So, so you're yeah. probably pretty, exactly. Pretty solid. Not your first rodeo. <laughs> so, um, we're going to make some money right now. Yeah. So, hopefully so, I interrupt that I mean, and derail. We'll that's what I it's do. Okay. No, 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 it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. We, we have a sponsor called Poddex still, he still, you remember? He remember. We maybe I remember. We they still haven't dropped us. It, not yet. Yeah, amazing. Ash, <laughs> yeah, we think so too. Yeah. Uh, so what Poddex is is it's fun uh, questions to ask for budding podcasters, people without verbal diarrhea, like we have, mm -hmm. and um, you know, just uh, helps break the ice a little bit if you need it. Um, so what they do is they create cards. Uh, decks, right? They create cards too. So you, it's all you, man. Oh, it's all me. Yeah. So they create decks. I love how you Within do each deck is 50 cards. Within each card is a question. Mm. And what we like to do is have our guest pick for, pick a deck and then pick a random question from said deck. So, Josh, uh, we have the still, uh, the 
interview deck, interview deck two. We have the episode deck. We've got the what the heck deck. We've got would you rather? And now new to you. Uh, not so new to us, but, but new to you. We have the what the fuck deck, which is branded in an MTV like manner. They went a little NC seventeen. <laughs> and then there is the how dare you? Yeah, which is like like a popcorn box. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's nice. So, which which deck would you like to pick from, sir? Oh, let's do the WTF deck. All righty. Why I'm not? Gonna and, uh, I'm gonna start shuffling. You shuffle it up. Uh, I'll tell you that are listening, not you, Josh, but I mean, I mean, you. I'll listen to. But for everybody that is listening, I will let you know that you can go to poddecks.com and you can check out these decks plus all their new stuff. They have new stuff all the time. They have an app where you can actually just do that instead of using the cards. But I kind of like having the cards. Do you like having the cards? I love having the cards. I think it's kind of cool. You can bring them someplace. Um, You know, hand them out. People like things. They can hold them in their hands. They can touch with the digital magic fingers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They also have some pretty cool swag. They have nice T-shirts. They don't use the... uh, the the nipple destroying t-shirts that, that a lot of places use yeah. they're soft style they're very nice they're Drax printing approved. the printing is soft style also very nice you know mm-hmm. good stuff i think they're like next level yeah t-shirts i think that's what they use for those of you that are in the biz that <laughs> uh have ordered t-shirts before next level you know that those are soft those are nice uh anything that you decide to buy over at podx.com just go ahead and use the promo code bacon because everything's better with bacon and get 10% off your entire order and you can help them and you can help yourself. And most importantly, I mean, secondly, importantly, cause you, you yourself is most important, but secondly, you help the show. So yes. we appreciate that. All right, Josh, I'm going to fan this out. Now this could be, we've had some, some of these that are more like questions like, did you, Really? Did you ask me that? That kind of sucks. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> if that's the case, we could repick. Right. What the fuck could be um, Disney, or it could be like, excuse me. Yeah. It could. Sure. It so really, it really goes runs the gamut. It really goes either direction. So, look at the draw, finger of power, going from my left to my right, your right to your left. You tell me when to stop, sir. I stop there. Stopping right here. I knew I was taking a risk with the what the fuck deck. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You got a you got a G rated. You got a G rated. Unless you Great. make it worse. Oh, so, if you were to personalize your car's license plate, oh. what would the plate say? Hmm. Tricky. Um, I'm thinking. I thought you said like tricky, like no, no, that would be a like good one. <laughs> tricky. Um, I don't know why I would want to put out into the world something about flatulence, but I'm thinking something <laughs> fart related. I don't know. Uh, well, it is on the back of your car, right above yeah. the exhaust. <laughs> yeah, it fits. Yeah, I mean, farts are never not funny. Sometimes, yeah. No. Well, no, yeah, they're pretty much They're funny. never not funny. Fart jokes are sometimes not funny, but farts, always funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good point. All right. I- I'll take that. I'll take that. So what would it What would it be if you were going to make it? like? Maybe it would be like uh, Asoline. 
Vaseline. Ooh. I like it. I like it. Okay. I, I don't play like on it. words, sir. Yeah, like that's it. that's a that's a tough. That's a real tough one, especially if you don't have like a, a vanity plate. Right. So they call them vanity plates. Yeah. Have you ever had a vanity plate? <laughs> Fuck no. Have you known anyone with a vanity plate? Unfortunately. Yes. What does it say? Uh, I've ah uh, man, I've known a few people. I don't remember. My old drummer, his girlfriend, um, was uh, a bit older mm-hmm. than us. Um, An elder so, states person. Uh, not not like huge, but like a different era of music was her uh-huh. kind of like childhood, and her license plate. Uh, I I probably to this day, but for the entire time that I knew her, was uh, Jovi. Sure. Mm. You know that Jovi. Yeah, shot to the heart, man. Yeah. That's uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, didn't didn't somebody we know have like a Seether one? Yes, somebody had a Seether plate. Um, yeah. It's like, really? Okay. I, I have a person on my on my street that has a really nice car, and his, and his vanity plate says X-Con. And I feel like it's his way of being like, don't break into my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes like, a lot of all sense. All right. All right. You want to put that out into the world for some reason, and it's probably to say, don't mess with my car, is what I would guess. Yeah. What, what is the, you, you've seen the road, you've seen many, many miles. Yes. What's the worst vanity plate you've ever seen? Or even one that you remember. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, my cousin lives in uh, California. Uh, but grew up in Canada, and I believe his is something to the effect of USA, like uh, <laughs> E-H. Yeah. Of course it is. Of yeah. course it is. Um, you know what? Sometimes that's what we all think. We think USA. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm not going to say that that's the worst one. I actually think it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's especially pretty knowing No, him. that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. But that's, that's have, probably uh, my favorite. So do you have anything... Um, Okay, anything that you've happened to see outside the uh, the windshield of a tour bus that that you were like, I'm going to commit this to memory for whatever reason. On a vehicle? Doesn't matter. Just something that that wasn't like, what a beautiful sight. Like something <laughs> that was that was like, I have to commit this to memory. We're going to talk about this at another time. I mean. The, the thing that is coming to mind uh, mm-hmm. was I was looking out the front window of the tour bus as we were driving down the highway. It might have been Edmonton area. Uh, it was certainly cold, icy. Uh, and I saw brake lights. And I saw those brake lights get closer and closer very rapidly. <laughs> uh, I don't think we collided, but it was very, very near uh a collision uh and everything in the front lounge of the bus all the beverages both in people's hands and on counters and stuff like that <laughs> slid off it made a big mess uh and i think maybe we figured out that uh that bus driver was watching tv while driving 
Um, so he was maybe paying a little too much attention to south park and not enough attention to uh yeah the parking lot that was uh (laughs) wow wow yeah showing up in front of him was this like early on or was this like more recent years It, it was earlier okay yeah probably a good 15 years ago okay yeah i have uh do you have one Oh, no, no, no. I have I two. So. One is a Lamborghini with a duct tape back bumper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which I will remember okay. forever. Um, and that wasn't even on tour. I was just, my brother was visiting me and we were driving around and he was like, dude, <laughs> do you see the Lamborghini with the duct tape bumper? And I was like, I <laughs> do now. And I remember this. <laughs> Because it was Long Island, and it was typical Long Island, where it was like the person with the nice car was Yo, was committing committing many moves. Oh. Where you were like, "Yeah, what kind? Who are you?" Right? But his two hundred and fifty thousand dollar car, back bumper, duct taped. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, probably because the bumper's fifty grand, <laughs> probably oh, sure. to replace. And then the the second one was. Um, my when my band was touring, um, we got to go to China and we were in a bus. Oh, yeah. And while we were there, uh, they had like a, a it was like a six lane highway, right? And everybody was just going as fast as possible. But everybody means the bus we were in, plus dudes on like scooters. With um, it, it looked like. Uh, you know, like a styrofoam cooler, right? Uh-huh. Think of like 20 of them like zip tied together in a big square right behind a person on a bicycle. Wow. And the bus was literally inches from this person. And nobody had any kind of anxiety except me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? We, this, this should, we should not be doing this. Okay. It was absolutely insane. I do remember one. It was when uh, my band was playing Jersey and we were coming back from uh, Bloomfield Cafe mm-hmm. and we passed a place. It was like emo urgent care or emo emergency room. Okay. And the O was Everyone like... Was sad there. The O had a heart and we, we were like, oh, we have to take pictures here. We did. We pulled over. And we took pictures with the sign and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, nice! Shortly after, we actually went to the quick stop from uh, from Clerks. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. It was a good. It was, it was a fun run. My old so. bass player wanted desperately to. Uh, every time we saw a no dumping sign, he wanted to take a photo mm. in front of that. While I remember that, while uh, he, did, he did a lot of social media committing posts. his felony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never let him do it. We were like, no. That's not going to happen. And my old guitar player used to uh, forget he was driving a van with a trailer attached to it. And uh, Fast and Furious. Take exits at like 50 last mm-hmm. minute and also try and weave in and out of traffic. And I was like, dude, everything we own is back there and it's all going to be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like your stuff's back there too. <laughs> yeah. Right, you gotta- we got. Drive it like it's a truck, not like it's a yeah a little car, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a Civic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got two last questions. Number one, talked about on the road. 
What do you think of Long Island traffic? Did you get to Did you get to experience that at, at all? Um, I guess coming back from Beth Page, we got into a little bit of it, uh, but like not too bad. Um, I'm not driving. I, I was riding in an Uber at that point. Uh, and yeah, usually when we're traveling on the bus, we come in, you know, early enough or late right. enough that uh, the traffic is not a big thing. But I, oh, it has not been here. so long that uh, I, I can't remember uh, Long Island traffic. I, I right. we used to drive the van and trailer in it. Yeah, go and play That's... in uh, Ronkonkoma and uh, yeah. spots like um, that. Tracks is that the name of the place? I hope not. <laughs> I feel, I feel well, like no, this was long was enough ago. It might have been a uh, like a Legion Hall or something like that. Right, oh, okay. a festival yeah. at a Legion Hall. Man, um, they don't they don't let us do that anymore. No, no they stopped all that. Yeah, uh, a favorite spot of ours though was uh, the downtown. Um, oh yeah. uh, man, I love the downtown. Yeah, I used to play there all the time. Yeah, I opened yeah. for Maroon Five there. Nice. Before Killer. they were like uh, when they were still like, a metal band. They they used to cover uh, Nine Inch Nails closer. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, cool. All right, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. sweet. <laughs> um, all right, my next, my last question is this: uh, You got your head co-headline tour. I think what everybody who who loves Silverstein and loves Silverstein Live wants to know is: Is Mike coming on this tour? Mike Tampa will not be joining us on this tour. Oh, he was meaning he was meaning him. He oh, was, okay. That yeah. was his well, way of applying. Know. No, like, no, well, I can't. He, was like, he was like, sure. "Can I? I'll come on the no, tour." No, uh, no. You know what? Because because <laughs> Mike Tampa is yes. a super super talented musician, and and Absolutely. I've gotten to see him multiple times with you guys, and you know, he certainly he's on your 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 new record and stuff like that. So I was just curious to see if he was going to be uh, joining you or if. Uh, you're going to be doing the track thing a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mike just uh, had a baby uh, fairly oh. recently. Um, so he, I think, is taking some time to congratulate family to and uh, yeah. enjoy that. Of course. Big up, Mike. Um, but you've not seen the last of him. I, I think we will be around sure. again and probably bring Mike with us. Uh, but nice. for now, we're, we're going to go without him. Uh, just like the good old days before we had a mic. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a cool set that we're putting together. We're, we're leaning into some of the new stuff. We're pulling out some old stuff that we haven't played in a while. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be a nice uh, change from the, the last one. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to, to do it. We, we've done a lot of support shows recently. And uh, yeah. Be nice festivals to, support stuff. Yeah, fun nice to come to out and headlining do, again. Do a full, full yeah. big thing. Big old nice. production. We got a, a killer lighting package. It's going to be, I think, quite the event. So sweet. Awesome. Um, yeah. So you. See it. So if you guys like Alter Mary, uh, definitely go see them live because they'll be playing. What? What? I hope so. I fucking <laughs> hope so. You uh, never know. That, 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 you never know. <laughs> Just that go, song has certainly been anyway. received very well, uh, and it was definitely one of the ones that we thought was a, a little, you know, pushing the boundaries of what people might accept from us. And uh, the response has been spectacular. So, I, uh, I would, I would I, love to give it a try. I think your fans will surprise you. I think they're. Uh, I, I hope they do. 
I think they're ready. Uh, my final question for you is, uh, oh yes, what movie have you seen more than any other movie? <laughs> this includes on TV that you won't shut off or anything else. We didn't get to do seven questions, so now, now this is this is in lieu of seven questions. We want to end on a high note here. <laughs> sure. So um, what is it? My best guess is uh, the Adam Sandler film Big Daddy. Ooh. Um, yeah. More than it's, any other movie? I think yeah. so. We wow. used to okay. uh, hang out at the same guy's house after high school every day. Uh, and this is in the days of VHS tapes. Yes. And uh, we would get back from school and uh, put that on. Uh, and often when it finished playing, we would rewind it and watch it again. Nice. Um, maybe partially because we didn't own that many tapes, uh, but also <laughs> because it kind of became like a, a funny running gag that just right. self-perpetuated. And I, I, I have seen it probably around a hundred times. Nice. I, I still, to this day, if I ever stub my toe, I always go scuba Steve. Steve! Yes. Damn you! Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah, that a... that stuff's quotable before oh, yeah. quotable was a a popular thing. It's got a lot of yeah. funny zingers. Do I, you have a VHS that that you've seen more than any other? Oh, it's 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 got to be either the the first Ninja Turtles movie, sure, or Ghostbusters. Okay, I think on VHS, like there's movies I've seen way more, but I think like on VHS playing it over and over and over again, I think it might be the first Matrix movie for me. Okay. Either that or The Crow. Those two movies, like, I just repeated, 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 repeated. I wore those VHSs out when I was a kid. Anytime I hear The Crow movie, all I can think about is when I saw the Deftones and they opened with teeth. Ooh, okay. Unfortunately, Chino was wasted. That doesn't matter. Just completely wasted. Uh, at a it stadium happens. show, but it, it was, but it was amazing. I was the only one who knew what it was, and they're like, everybody's like, "What, what is this? This isn't Minerva." It's like, it's great. It's so good. Um, so yeah. Um, when Josh, I think of the Crow soundtrack, I uh, my mind immediately goes to uh, Stone Temple Pilots' "Big Empty." Yes, "Big Empty," man. That was great yeah. tune. Great, really tune. great tune. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're uh, we're working on them. We might we might get them on the show. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Current, That'd be current, awesome. Current lineup. We did a. Uh, <laughs> the current lineup is still Stuntable Pilots, is one guy. <laughs> we did a festival with them um, in Canada that was like a festival spread out over the better part of a week. Uh, so only a few bands per day. And our mm-hmm. day was uh, with them and I think maybe Gym Class Heroes. Um, oh, wow. Nice and yeah, the that's a, the that's a weird, that's a cool but weird, lineup. very weird. Yeah, and the festival is like uh, like the Ottawa Blues Fest. So like okay. none of us are blues, right? Fans. Yeah, it's clearly uh, a bit of a misnomer. But uh, the uh, Delay Buddy guy was represented. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there is blues involved, uh, but not that day. Um, right. But yeah, the, well, the, the minor the, scale. Sure, lots of minor scale. We we love scale. the minor scale. Yeah. Pentatonic, let's go. Pentatonics. Um, the uh, the Deleo brothers were hanging around all day, and like that, 
both the bass player and the guitar player. Like they are uh, that's awesome. killer, killer musicians. And I, I was oh, yeah. excited to just chat with them. They were just hanging around. Really nice guys. Uh, Scott Weiland showed up moments before he was supposed to take right. the stage uh, on a tour bus. He's like tour bus came and backed in. He only has. Um, some, yeah, he's always got his own. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, uh, the driver parked Back in, it head out, man. got out, put like a red carpet down, vacuumed the carpet. Uh, oh some Somebody came running from elsewhere with a suit on a hanger and a bottle of wine. Uh, and shortly thereafter, Scott came out uh, wearing the suit and with the bottle of wine in hand and took the stage. And it was, we got to stick around for most of the set before we had to drive back. And it was killer. I, so, so as a band that like is very successful and and uh, uh, and has seen kind of everything, like is that not still just crazy awesome when you see somebody or something that is just so over the top rock and roll that you're just like, I need to just step back and 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 appreciate <laughs> this is happening. There's a red carpet being laid out for this motherfucker, and I'm cool with it. Like. That's great. That's awesome. Like, Absolutely. I can't wait to see him walk down the red carpet. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would be embarrassed for anybody trying to do that kind of within yeah. our scene. Right. Uh, right, right, right but right. certainly there are a few people that can pull it off, and uh, it, it seems fitting. And uh, I, right. I, I loved it. Uh, it was exciting. And yeah, like, you know, oh, there, dude, there are entertainers so cool, just man. on a, a different level than the rest of us. And uh, it's it's, it's crazy, a treat right? to get to you see, see that, and you're just like you're like, all right. <laughs> is there anybody? Is there anybody? And I know that like we said our last question was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like, sure. Is there is there anybody that that you think of that you guys could have the chance to play with that would still put you in a in like an awe type situation where you're just kind of like, oh, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Like, is, do you have, do you have that list? Do you that like, <laughs> I don't keep a list, um, right, right. but certainly they're, they're just like, uh, any of the, the, you know, early performers that have, uh, you know, kind of started this whole thing with shows on a stage. Like, I don't know right. that outside of our genre, there, there are lots of them. Uh, and I, I, and I try and go and see concerts when I can, regardless of, uh, who they are, what they do, just because I like to see that next level. Absolutely. Yeah. Performance. Um, and yeah, like, I'm in awe. I, I like truly, there are people that are on a different level than, uh, the rest of us. And, uh, it, it's impressive to, to be near and to take in their there's certain show. people that carry that aura, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I just, I recently saw a video of like, like somebody put up a video uh, on YouTube of like, Hey, Ozzy Osbourne and Tony Iommi got together and played some songs. And I was like, excuse me, what yeah. <laughs> just happened? Yeah. Like, I don't even care if they suck. Just the fact that it's like those two to me is like in awe. I'm just like, are you, what just happened? <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne? Like, He's, it's not even like somebody that I listen to on a day-to-day basis, but they have that they, they legendary have that, like, status. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like that yeah. thing, that thing that happens in your head when you say like, "Oh, uh, 
Axl Rose did something, and you're like, did he now? Of course he did. <laughs> I I kind of want to know what he did. Tell me more. <laughs> Please let yeah. me know. Or, or like Scott Weiland had someone bring a red carpet up to his fucking boss, and I'm like, goddamn right he sure did. did. Yeah, absolutely he did. he did. He deserved you know? it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, like it's it's those those things there's those certain artists you know like uh, who are those artists for you like who who do you i mean after this uh crazy long documentary on the beatles uh oh, yeah, I, yeah. I i'm on a bit of a beatles yeah. beatles kick right now uh there are not many of them left to to run into right uh but yeah like i don't know meeting ringo or paul mccartney would be a, a real kick you know yeah yeah. That's that's even on a whole nother level. That's yeah, beyond right. Um, I can I can be I can be done after that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, for real. I'm like, um, yeah, you're gonna excite me with what now? <laughs> I'm <yeah>. Sorry, <laughs> no, you're not. I I read that Paul McCartney uh, said something to the effect of like that it's wonderful being him because no matter where he goes, everyone's really excited because he he just like brings that excitement right yeah that's awesome people are always super super excited and happy to see him so like yeah must be really nice to i bet you no one i bet you there's i bet you there's no one that's like god damn it it's paul mccartney yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think he never happened i think he has that sort of status where probably he doesn't get hassled a whole lot where like some celebrities i think probably get hassled a little I think yeah. people are just like, oh, Sir Paul McCartney. Like, I, I, I think you. there's, there's two, you alone. There's two things. Yeah. Well, yeah, that. I think Where he's I think, one of the I ones that, one is, like, viewing him is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of two <laughs> Paul things. McCartney. He's, he's older, too, so maybe some, like, younger people. Right. He might not be as recognizable from those documentaries, right? Okay. That's mm-hmm. number one. But like people our age who who know who he is, right? We, we like you see him and you're like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk to this guy. He's that <laughs> guy that played with Nirvana, uh, right? He did. <laughs> he did play with Nirvana. He did. Yeah, that would have been something to see too. That yeah. that would have been another thing for me. Where mm. just seeing it on television, I was like, what am I watching right now? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm viewing. Like <laughs> everything is happening to me right now in so many ways. Nirvana was my like to me. Nirvana was the Beatles of the '90s because they were trying to be like that was their influence. That was everything. Soundgarden was the Led Zeppelin, you know. Like <laughs> I, I had this talk with a vocal student recently because they were talking about how much they love Chris Cornell, and they're in a show. I, I work at a school of rock and I teach vocals, and they're singing a Van Halen song, and they were talking about how much they hate all the stuff David Lee Roth does. And I was like, uh, Chris Cornell and David Lee Roth. Are the same singer with with different voices and better lyrics. <laughs> but like their approach is exactly the same. Yeah. You know, and and it was like just listen and and listen to the in-betweens, listen to the rhythmic and listen to what's happening. And they're both Led Zeppelin. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They're both Robert Plant. I, I'm sure you've come across it, but I implore you, since we are talking about Diamond Dave, yes. uh, you can find isolated vocal tracks. Oh my god! Oh, amazing! Oh my god! You gotta look these up, like uh, "Running with the, the Running Devil." Running with the Devil. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's <laughs> golden. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I show that I show that to students when I'm when I'm when I'm teaching them because I'm anybody that's self-conscious. I'm like, I want you to imagine these songs with imagine David Lee Roth was self-conscious and all yeah. this extra stuff wasn't here. <laughs> these songs would not be nearly as cool. Yeah. You yeah. need to have like <laughs> you need yeah, to have crazy. <laughs> you need to have all of that. All that needs to be there. That like Michael Jackson stuff, come on it, like all yeah. that stuff, like that has to happen. There's it's also a track better. where somebody has taken every single Michael Jackson noise yes. and stitched yes. them all together. It's uh, wow. something to listen I, to. I also I also found on YouTube, and you can find this. And I uh, I encourage anyone that is interested at all check out the description singing to do it we're gonna do it uh <laughs> queen has isolated tracks oh no 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 we don't want to make mind. people feel bad and about you themselves. can hear yeah. harmonies and you can hear vocal takes by themselves and you can just be like i'm done yeah there's nothing left for me to do <laughs> we're a people special guy everything cool has been done we're to make there people stop is. singing yeah because of that. I, you know what some people should stop singing Good, good point. <laughs> Probably me. Um, Josh, thank you for hanging out with us again and going down these uh, extra Rabbit side hole. roads with us. Yeah, the way we do. Um, we're super excited. We're super excited to see you on tour. Uh, by the time this comes out, you're going to be on that tour. Yeah, co-headlong with the Amity Affliction, uh, also playing with Holding Absence, who I actually happen to really enjoy. Yeah, they're um, great. Unity I haven't TX. checked them out yet. I'm gonna oh, there, yeah, I'll send you some songs. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Unity TX, they're awesome as well. We saw them at uh, well, we were gonna try and see them at So What Fest, right? But we just overworked. We didn't see anything. It's bullshit. So <laughs> no, it's okay. It's fine. Uh, but no, dude, thank you again for coming on, and uh, make sure you listen to Misery Made Me because that's that's the record great. of the year. Because it's great. 2022 record of the year. Right? Can we can we just say that? I'll say it. Okay. I'll say it. It's gonna be our record of the year. We're only I'm, doing I'm the on one. That. I think <laughs> I think I think it's uh it's record of the year. Uh you know what? I'm in on Thank that. You. I I uh I really honestly like it's the first record in a long time that I've listened to from beginning to end. And I um, hate this guys. And not just Spotify because tendencies is not just going. because we were interviewing you. That's why I listened to it in order beginning to end. But um, when I put it on, I, I didn't get like a lot of times I get like, not bored, but I'm just kind of like, I want to hear a different voice. <laughs> I want to hear a different <laughs> style or something, sure. but the record hits so many different styles and hits so many different things. Like it never, it, it didn't give me the opportunity to be like, all right, I've heard enough of this thing, this same thing. Uh, it doesn't yeah. give you the opportunity to do that, and I love that about it. And that's like, honestly, like it's the first record I've listened to every single song on in a row, uh, in probably a couple of years. Thanks for listening and, to it as uh, as intended. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're real proud of it, and uh, hope to be touring, promoting it, playing some of these new songs because I think it's going to be uh, a real kick to do so and uh, thanks for Dude, it's, the it's kind really words great. about it and i hope everybody checks it out yeah everybody absolutely. must check it out it's it's important links are there down there <laughs> down there uh so uh don't be a dick 
Josh, uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell everybody? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna rip off the podcast. Oh, I'm gonna rip off when pot is easily cast. I was gonna say which one because we do it all the time. We're gonna get, we're gonna end okay. this. Let's do it with Josh's final thoughts. Mm. Oh mercy! <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, well. It's a crazy world that we're living in. It's a good way to start a final thought. Yeah, that, I like that. Uh, and uh, I, I think it's important to find things that bring you joy. For some, it's bacon. For it some, it's Satan. Some, it's Satan. For some, it's Satan. Some, it's Satan. Yes. Mm -hmm. That and, was a callback. Uh, sure. And yeah, I think uh, I think anything you can do uh to find a little bit of uh joy in this world as long as it's not hurting anybody else uh is a uh, a, a real great way to spend your time i hope everybody finds something that makes them happy uh and is able to uh spend time doing that before they have to go off and do all the you know less pleasant things that come along with living life uh so thanks for having me here and uh, I hope everyone has a really wonderful day and life. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Man, <laughs> is he not? Is he not like? I love. He's talking one to of him. us. Yeah, I love talking. He's just to him. absolutely one of us, and and like I just. I was like, why vibes. is he coming back? <laughs> to be honest, I was like, why is he coming back? Because, well, and, and the reason I was like that was because, like, okay, they don't have anything specifically that they're releasing Ooh. right now. They have, like, the new They're album, on tour right now. Right. They're on tour now. Misery Made Me is out now. The album's awesome. So fun, Right? Yeah. But there's nothing, like, pressing where they're like, oh, I need to do promo. And so he just came back to hang out. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, so we talk about gear, we talk about songwriting, we talk about the new record, we talk about God, we talk about like just what it's just like this is cool because it's since it's the second time the the whole you know you know what it's like when you meet somebody and you get that getting get to know you phase. Getting to know you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You meet somebody and you're like, I am uh, this is I'm my representative right now. I'm not really me, I'm my representative. Right. This is this is who I am. This one was like more but of like a we were like all three back, of us, baby. Lean all three back. of us were just so. like, Cool, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna he's gonna have a beer, we're gonna have some whiskey, and we're just gonna chat. Yeah, and it was a really good episode. Uh thanks again, Josh, for hanging out. Yep. I'm glad uh, you guys enjoyed it, because I know you did. If you didn't, you're weird. Yeah. And you wouldn't and, be um, here still anyway. So if you're still here, you enjoyed it. If you like Josh, if you don't like Josh, it doesn't matter. Uh if you don't like but, Josh, you're yeah, kinda weird. Yeah, stop listening yeah. altogether. Don't Why be my friend. You, what's wrong with you? But uh yeah. Seek just help. like go listen to Misery Made Me. Go check out Silverstein yeah. on tour right now. Cool lineup. They've got the Amity Affliction co-headlining with them. They're swapping it. As we get closer, I'm going to see if we can uh, maybe sneak the kids in. Let's let's do it. That'd be cool if we I'm do that. I'm going to see if locally. we can uh, go have drinks with Josh. Yeah. Uh, we could do that with kids, too, I think. I, I don't want to drink with your kids. I mean, I'll I do drink, it all the time. I'll drink in front of your kids. I've done that yeah, plenty of times. Done that. Yeah, we've done that. Um, so uh, yeah, 
Yeah, go see them out on tour. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you Jimmy, are oh. unfamiliar with Silverstein and you don't know who they are, the new record is actually a really good uh, entry point because it lets you hear what they've done and it lets you hear what they're doing at the same time. And then mm. if you you will decide to kind of venture back and hear more stuff and you'll love you'll love it because it doesn't right it's not like holy shit it's a different thing um but there's so much cool stuff and it's so now and it's so like yeah it's just great so if you don't know them please jump in i just wanted to say that for anybody that's not familiar with silverstein yeah and also if you enjoyed the record and want to know more about the record Listen to Silverstein, uh, bleh, Silverstein the yeah. podcast because oh yeah that is uh, man when they started doing that I was so excited and me as a music nerd ah oh, man it's just so cool to see the how things get made and uh, who's behind what and what collaborations happened and how the production happened and the original ideas it's just you go down a rabbit hole and for me yeah, as definitely. a songwriter definitely. and someone who records my own music uh it's it's fantastic it's a great great i think it's cool because you not only do you hear um silverstein songs from kind of like conception to release yeah but it's it's a band that you're heavily influenced by so if you like them and you like that whole process what people can do is then immediately go over and find something heavy. And where can they find that? Because Oh, I like that. I was gonna try and get to that, it's but I'm literally I'm so like, happy. you know, you're influenced by I am. And there's elements of, so you should Absolutely. definitely check that out. And try and find the similarities and point them out to us in the comments. Sure. Where can they find you so that okay. they can do that? So something heavy you can catch on Spotify and all the streaming music platforms, Something Heavy, on all the social medias, at Something Heavy. Me personally, you can catch me at Me, My Own Self. Mike, you can hear things about, or see things about podcast, about band, about family, about other things that uh, just make me make me chuckle. Uh, things that I do and whatnot. Uh, and also, don't forget that Bacon is my podcast is not just a podcast that's true it is also bacon's my passion yeah which is a band mm. a band with songs yes and you can catch them on all streaming platforms bacon is my passion yeah we have passion new, we have a new single out yes yes uh we gotta start working <laughs> uh, we should probably get that yeah. done then um, so, yes, definitely check out Bacon Is My Passion. Jim Z. Yeah. What about you, Ski? Uh, well, you can find my band Craving Strange at cravingstrange.net. You can find all our music there and all our socials there and everything that we're doing over there. You can find me, Jimmy G's Shoes, on all the socials. And to be quite honest, I have been completely absent from socials for quite a long time. Um, honestly, every time I've gone on, Within 20 minutes, I've been so angry that then I've left. But I'm really trying, hopefully at this point, I'm trying to cultivate a new like idea for how I'm going to approach social media. It's, um, it's all about a new how you approach it. persona on social media. Yes. Uh, and, I, and I think I'm going to have to do it that way. I think I'm going to have to create something that is just a social media persona and and just lean all the way into it because I think that's how I work best. Mm. I don't, you know, like, if you're on social media, 
and you're trying to know who I really am, you don't fucking deserve it. You don't deserve to know me on social media. You don't deserve it. You need, you deserve to know what you know the what fuck Deftone I tell say? you. You know what Deftone say? What's that? Fuck you, you don't know me. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck you, so you I don't think, know me. I think I think uh, I'm going to, I just got to figure it out. It might be abrasive. It might not be. It might be super funny and super welcoming. It might be, uh, but it's definitely going to be much narrower. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. Yeah, it might be a thing. I'm also, trying to figure it out, so I'm, I'll, I'll do my best. Jimmy G's Shoes, check it out. Maybe I'll be there, maybe I won't. You'll, you'll, you'll see what happens when it happens. <laughs> also, please make sure you go to our socials at Bacon Is My Pod. Stay in the conversation. Hashtag Bacon Is My Pod. What's up with El Serioso? <sighs> that dude is a menace. This, this, so some weirdo uh, randomly takes over our shit. A fucking menace. Yeah. You know, you know when you see those things like, hey, uh, if somebody asks you about a PlayStation Five, right? right. Yeah, I think yeah. this might be that. I'm like, did did I did I open a, a wrong text or email? Did I click on Maybe. something because uh, this dude is a menace? Menace. Uh, so you probably see some of him. I don't know how to get rid of him. Yeah. Yet. Hashtag uh, El Serioso sucks. Yes. Yeah. El Serioso sucks. Uh, stay in our conversations at hashtag bacon is my pod. Hashtag what's your bacon. Yeah. Hashtag bacon is my podcast. Thank you to the patrons. Oh, the patrons. You're the best. You are the best. You are Thank you so the best. much for hanging out with us early and ad free. We're going to do better shit for you. Yes. We've right. already done some cool shit for you, but we're going to do even better shit yes, for you. Yes, indeed. And um, uh, you know what? I We didn't say it because Josh ended it on such a great note. Yeah. Like, there was no... Like, we weren't going to, like, yeah. We don't want to bastardize it with commercialism. I mean, we already did. But, right. Yeah, but, yeah, um... Yeah. Uh, What's your bacon? <laughs>